Hey everybody, welcome to the 1947 Rise podcast. A podcast that helps India-born US trained Indians get integrated into the Indian technology ecosystem and inspires them to move back to India to build massive tech companies and or help enable the tech ecosystem. We do this by interviewing India-born US trained Indians who have moved back to India and built massive tech companies themselves and or helped enable the tech ecosystem. Akrit, excited to have you on the show. Yes, Shiva, thanks so much for having me. Uh, it's, a, it's a very uh, interesting uh, topic uh, that you have uh, chosen uh, for this podcast, something very relevant uh, to uh, uh, my journey and just the you know, world uh, that I come from. So I'm super excited uh, to talk about it today. Would love for you to start by telling us your story, your journey from, you know, uh, born in india moving to the us and then moving back to india yeah so uh, i grew up in uh, uh, at the time known as obviously bombay uh, and then while i was growing up it changed uh, it changed to mumbai i um, you know was uh, grew up in a family or my father rather and my grandfather as well uh, they were always in their own they, they had their own businesses so i always joke about it that they were the serial entrepreneurs of uh, of those times uh, where they used to run uh, you know uh, where they had one business after the other in very obviously old school traditional businesses like steel and textile and so on um, so that is the uh, you know sort of family background i grew up in i no siblings only child uh, so yeah the good and the bad that come with that uh, and uh, you know um, as always as with most parents in india uh, by the time i got to 10th grade uh, you know they they wanted me to you know apply and and sit for the je and and go to go to iit and and sort of do all of that and as with you know a lot of 15 year old or 16 year olds i figured that i don't want to spend uh, my uh, you know uh, 10th 11th 12th uh, spending spend i don't want to spend so much time studying for an exam it just doesn't excite me obviously retrospectively I'm not sure that was the wisest idea, uh, but I just said that no, I don't want to do that. So then um, the uh, you know the the alternate uh, was okay. Look, uh, what is the what are the other good engineering uh, options? You know, where else uh, uh, where else can we uh, can I can I get a high quality engineering education? Of course, there are a lot of other good colleges in India as well. But then that's where uh, you know I met. Uh, a few friends and just people who i know were applying to go to the us to do their uh, engineering uh, their bachelors and i said oh that's interesting i mean you know i was very i didn't have any idea about the concept in fact i got into the whole let's go to the us for undergrad thing very late compared to most average thing most other kids used to start like applying and thinking about it closer to when they were in uh, end of 10th or maybe 11th grade i almost started thinking about it in 12th grade uh, ki okay look this can also be a good option and uh, yeah you know um, one thing uh, one thing led to the other and then i ended up uh, applying to uh, a bunch of engineering colleges in the us and obviously you know the the one thing that you have to figure out uh, before you make this call is uh, the financial commitment uh, because that's very different right uh, compared to doing engineering in india 
सो यू नो ऑब्वियसली फिगर दैट आउट विद माय डैड एंड विद माय फैमिली सेइंग कि नहीं मुझे यही करना है एंड दिस इज दिस इज व्हाट आई वेयर व्हाट एक्साइट्स मी सो इफ देयर इज अ वे टू फिगर दिस आउट आई वुड लव इट एंड आई थिंक लेट्स जस्ट से दे वर दे वर वेरी supportive and and fortunately we had some uh, we we had we had the uh, financial means to be able to afford it and yeah that's what uh, took me on my first uh, one way trip uh, to to the land of the free <laughs> yeah and uh, and then you moved to us and what school did you get into and then your journey in us i went to university of illinois urbana champaign it is uh, uh, the least well known great school uh, of <laughs> of uh, in engineering in uh, in the us i always like to say it like that because it's actually a great college in fact uh, i'll tell you some things about it but they do they're terrible at like pr and they're terrible at like you know you know talking wildly about themselves but university of illinois urbana champaign it's about 2 hours uh, south of chicago um it's uh, a top i think i mean rankings i don't know but definitely uh, within the top 5 or 10 engineering colleges uh, in the country it um, uh, you know that's the reason it excited me honestly another reason it got me excited was it has a huge pedigree of uh, entrepreneurship uh, in the college which is very strange for a college that's like in the middle of nowhere next to chicago only only other thing over there is confields um but it has a good tradition of a uh, lot of founders so you know mark andreessen went to uiuc uh tom sebel you know uh, uh, went to uiuc larry ellison went but it dropped out mm-hmm. uh, the yelp founders uh, fun fun fact is that uh, paypal was also max lefkin is from uiuc and then a lot of the paypal mafia that's very well known was recruited from uiuc so the youtube founders are also from uiuc and then so on and so forth right there's a, these are this very these are the extreme popular names but there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a history of technology and entrepreneurship so that got me very excited uh, yeah and that's where i decided to decided to go very cold <laughs> no uiuc by the way has a great tennis team uh, one of my really good friends uh, went there and he played uh, tennis for them uh, and so after graduation i think i believe you worked in us for a little bit and then you decided to move back to india and why did you decide to move back to india yeah so see i was very clear when i i, I think i was clear about two things when i uh, first moved at the age of 18 and you know 18 year olds are, you, you can only be as clear as you you know as you imagine but i i was fairly clear that for sure i want to work in in the us uh, for some time and yes for sure i want to i i see my longer term base uh, in india um those were two things that i was i think fairly clear right from the get go um why i felt like uh, and i this actually this actually was true i feel like if you really want to imbibe uh, another country's culture learn the good bad ugly you know perhaps grow as a person or do whatever the only way to do is to really work and be a part of that culture as a student you don't really learn much right as a student you are in a bubble in a university uh, with your you know select group of friends and you don't really see the day to day working so i felt like by actually spending some time working there you'll really learn a, a lot about a different culture i think and the second was uh, you know uh, look all said and done uh, 
there is a reason, at least and that used to be the case uh, till 15 years back, there was a reason why, uh, you know, the US is the largest economy, the US is the largest market cap companies and all of that, because there is some, there's something that works in the corporate or the professional setup there, right? Like there's their style of working or the way they do it or how they think about things. So obviously I wanted to experience that, that okay, look, you know, you know, for the lack of better words, ki America ke pani mein kya hai, right? Uh, what is... Uh, uh, what is what what makes this country tick in when it comes to corporate and work culture yeah. so very clear that i wanted to work uh, and then second at least when i went there initially very clear i wanted to come back because uh, um at the time when i went i felt like one i wanted to be i wanted to be uh, you know closer to closer to family even in the long term and second i think uh, uh, it always felt like when we were growing up in the 90s that apna time aane wala hai you know, it was like that uh, uh, thing that we were told all the time that, look, by the time you guys will grow up, the economy will be very much there for you to make the most of it. And look, it, to some degree, it's been true. To some degree, it's been false. But definitely, you know, the action over the last decade, right, as especially in what we do in digital and tech has been phenomenal, right? And the next decade is probably even going to be more exciting. So I think that that was always built into you growing up that no no you know by the time you grow up india will be the place to be nowhere else so i think keeping those two things in mind i always felt i wanted to come back now obviously what happened is along the way that uh, when it finally came to came down to time to actually move make the move back uh, i was still uh, it was not as easy and it was not as like okay look let's definitely do it but by then uh, this was 2011 right 10 years back like i said um, you had we were we had started to see the first uh, seeds of the tech evolution. Uh, you know, Flipkart had raised a couple of rounds by then. Uh, I remember meeting somebody who said there's a nice new startup called Ola Cabs uh, that uh, you should check out. So uh, So yeah, that finally convinced me to come back. And and so you made the move back uh, in what year? 2011. 2011. And when you moved back, how was the journey in the beginning? And then how did uh, Haptic uh, come about? Yeah. By the way, I want to tell you one funny story. And I tell everybody, all these guys is whenever I meet them. So before I came in 2010, I made a trip to India, you know, as part of a holiday, family holiday, whatever. Uh, but also I wanted to kind of scope, you know, what's going on? What does the ecosystem look like? What is for tech, entrepreneurs, startups, all of that jazz. So I came 2010 and I came home to Bombay and then I said, I want to go to Bangalore because that is where everything happens. So I went to Bangalore for two days. Okay. First ever trip to Bangalore. I've never been to Bangalore in my life before that. This is 2010. Um, and the reason I went was there was an event going on, um, which was called Unplugged. Okay. And Ussama, there were no events. Your story was barely there. I think it had not even started. Uh, there was none of these other events. There was just unplug was going on. It was in a small, very nondescript uh, hall. Uh, and I went over there. And, uh, you know, there, are, there is uh, a number of people I met over there who were like, oh, yeah, these are interesting people. And now, you know, they're all in different zones. So, um, you know, I met, uh, I remember meeting Pallav Nadhani. Uh, over there who was building fusion charts at the time and you know now has exited and is an investor i remember meeting uh, uh, sanjay swami and bala uh, who are now uh, 
Prime Ventures and Bala runs MoneyTap. I remember meeting a very small startup at the time who was pitching in that event called Capillary Technologies, uh, Krishna. Uh, I remember meeting the star, not the star, but well, lack of better words, the uh, you know the the one of the bigger speakers of that event was somebody called Alok Kejriwal uh, from Games uh, uh, from the uh, uh, Games to Win. And so I met him, and apparently he was a customer of mine of the US company I used to work for. Um, and, uh, you know, and then there were two, three other, there was a couple of people in Mobi very early, one of the founders, Amit, I think was there. So this was the OG crew. Matlab, this was the 2010 ka, ye, ye hai Bangalore besides I think the Flipkart guys, pretty much this was it. Right. And then there was few other startups who also, and few other great guys who we've kept in touch since. Um, so I said, Nani, this is exciting. Yaar. Ye toh, matlab, they are very nice guys, very smart people. I would love to sort of be a part of that ecosystem. So anyway, yeah. that, that was the, that, that prompted me. And uh, I still recollect whenever I meet any one of them that, uh, you know, from those days of being like in a small now nondescript hall where Ashish Sinha was organizing this little event, you know, which had like, you know, matlab, barely like 10, 15, 20 startups and all these exciting founders to, you know, honestly, where we got into today. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, looks like you went to the right group and uh, yeah. the right event and, 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 you know, you got in touch with the right people. Now all of them are doing great in the ecosystem. And uh, yeah, I uh, uh, you know, Haptic has reached uh, what, over 100 million users. You know, it got acquired by uh, uh, Reliance Geo and you're also you know, at the same time, you're a very active operator investor. So we'll just pick the thread from what you said, you know, you moved in 2011 and there were barely, you know, people building companies, it was just the beginning. To fast forward to today, uh, you know, we were having a conversation uh, the other day where you said, you know, uh, the, the founders are raising capital within a few days. And literally you have a few hours to decide if you want to invest or not. And, and, and the funny thing is we haven't even started yet. Like if you look at, you know, the tech, you know, tech ecosystem cycle has a year of, let's say 30 to 40 years, we are still in the first one, the 10 year, and it's just going to compound exponentially. So how do you think, like, uh, what's your view? Where are we today? If you compare to 2011 to, you know, 2021 uh, today? Oh, it's been crazy, man. If you would have told me, like, I mean, Okay, let's play this out, right? So obviously, this decade can't even explain how things have changed, right? I mean, it's a it, back in 2011, there was one seed fund, Bloom Ventures, and they also had just started. I remember coming to Bombay and meeting Karthik and Sanjay, uh, and they had also just literally started. Like they had made the first investment. They didn't even haven't even, hadn't even completely closed the fund. They were just sort of getting up and running. Um, you know, there was like three or four of these big VCs. And I think, uh, forget about uh, unicorn, to, chalo, abhi, uh, dur ki baat hai. there was like, you know, valuations of hundreds of millions and stuff were still sort of being discussed and, you know, spoken about. You know, it's been, I think, uh, if you think about these 10 years, right, uh, for me, if I had to just think about the digital ecosystem, which honestly also impacts to some degree, the country's growth, right? And as you've seen it, there have really been three events that moved it 
um, sort of uh, forward exponentially. And actually, you know, this is one interesting part about India. I was just, while you were talking about it, you know, here, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately or unfortunately, you will get steady every year growth, on, growth right? Like it won't be like, okay, look, now, you know, we're going to grow 15, 10%. And I'm not saying economy, I'm just saying in general. Uh, we're going to grow 10% year on year and about eight years, we'll get to a great economy. No. I think India is a very unique beast in that sense where it requires chatkas. You know, unless major events happen, we can't sort of move forward. And, you know, for the digital economy, fortunately, right, there were three big events. And yeah, fortunately, unfortunately, whichever, but there were three large events, right? And all of them, if you think about it, is a five-year story. So I think the first five years of this last decade, we're still like, okay, we're figuring it out. Flipkart is becoming unicorn. Ola is becoming unicorn. But, you know, there's a lot still to be done. And the last five years has been a game changer. And the first event, which was in 2016, was the launch of Geo. Right? That, of course, you know, by cutting the data prices to that extent, you just it just meant that the consumer was more on the internet than ever before. So I think uh, uh, that just, you know, would that give the first chatka of that leapfrog, right? Where suddenly there was there was more people using the internet, more importantly, more people using more of the internet, right? Which was just a big exponential like leap. Second, of course, you know, for the entire uh, uh, well payments industry, but really it had more effects was just demonetization, right? Even though uh, unfortunately it didn't do much to the country and the goals, but people just developed that habit of you know interacting and transacting digitally. And then the third, which is very unfortunate, of course, and we never want to repeat this again, but look, from the digital perspective, uh, there's, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been again, a growth period is with is the entire last two years of COVID. I mean, it just forced people to migrate to digital and internet sooner than later. It forced people to transact a lot sooner. And these three things uh, in the last five years, I think have, you know, at least for the digital ecosystem moved us by 10 years versus compared to the first five, right? The first five, we were just waiting for things to happen. And uh, yeah, I think on the basis of just these three big paradigm shifts, you're going to see a wild next decade coming up. Yeah, no, this is uh, so well put together. And uh, and yeah, it's only going to accelerate and compound moving forward. So, you know, there's a lot of people, of course, I mean, it's, it's pretty evident, uh, you know, people are taking uh, the note. Uh, you know, just booming. And a lot of people now have started thinking about uh, even moving back to India because one thing that has changed in India now is you can really build a global company from India. And that's attracting a lot of you know, ambitious people who have been living abroad and they want to come back to India. If you were to move back to India, let's say, you know, uh, this year, what would you work on or how would you navigate the move? How would you think about it? Yeah, man, I'd be, uh, I think uh, I would just be anxious full day <laughs> because I would just have like a stress if I come back to, if I was to move as a tech person to India now. When I moved back, it was easy. You know, that was it, right? Uh, uh, and you are part of the ecosystem, done, great, right? Now you now just, you know, keep talking to them and let's uh, see what you can do. Now is a wild west there. It's... Uh, um, see, look, here's the thing, right? I think the one fundamental difference is when people moving back in that era, 10 years back, were moving back betting on the uh, market, 
right? Ki we will go down and we'll figure something out, right? Because there's there's a lot to be done, and also the hope was the market will pan out. I think today, as you think, as anybody should think about moving, they should now. The market's already there, right? So that's done. Um, now you will have to move with a bit more of a concrete plan of okay, look, which space do you want to dabble in? Uh, which area do you want to work in? And then perhaps double down and build your entire uh, uh, presence, network, everything within that, right? Because if you just come and say, "Look, I don't know what to do," and I'll figure it out. I think now it's it's a bit more tricky to do that because there's already so many people working on so many things and figuring so many things out. So I think first is to and it's easy to be done now, right? Because there's so many cross-border entrepreneurs between the US and India. I think the first thing is to narrow down a little bit what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So for example, I have a couple of friends. What they do is same what I did, right? Which is, uh, you know, they they come to India for a week, two weeks, spend some time getting to know little with their immediate friends. and go back and say okay listen i think i'm narrowed down what i want right yeah. and then kind of make the make the big move the second also is which was very different this was this was non existent during our time is um, uh, there are lots of great companies today uh, let's say all your unicorns unicorns or even companies like geo us others right who can provide a very nice landing pad for you uh, to come here be a part of a leadership or team or a senior team for some time and then sort of figure out what you want to do next right so let's say at haptic hum to hum to bolte hain ki hum to importers hain logo logo ke from the us right uh, we have uh, four of my current leadership team directly moved from outside and that's because of my friends when we knew from there and then three ex people also that i had directly moved so uh, because you know um the wavelength matches like you know because we worked there both my co-founder and i worked there for so long we understand the working environment and we also understand making the move right so it also helps them that okay you know what these guys have done it so it will help me also and think about all the unicorns think about all the large uh, digital conglomerates and all the companies so i think that landing pad opportunity is very much there today and i if i had to do it differently i would probably do that right i would come here park myself for a couple of years really get to know and understand the indian consumer in the ecosystem and then see what i want to do i think the third is um, so that's on the optimist side right on the on if i had to be a uh, on the negative or the pessimist side especially if you're moving from california right or new york but for that matter any of the big big places or miami these days i think um, we um, tend to underestimate uh, how chaotic life over here is compared to let's say uh, the us or the uk i think india is in india may uh, you know even though as much as you talk about the idea of this whole support system and everything sure that's great but i think life can be much harder because of the chaotic nature of the systems right there is there's very little organization um i mean simple things like infrastructure so weak still and obviously we're all working to solve it um you know your 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 based in delhi right you know what happens in november when it comes to the air um so those things i don't think people factor in so much uh, i think it's important to factor in don't come in with the expectation that your quality of day to day life is going to remain the same right come in with the expectation that 
you're doing it because of a larger mission and an opportunity to build something large in a very fast growing market but just like a developing country you know there are there are a few things on a quality perspective that are not quite up to the mark and you have to accept it and sort of run with it and build towards improving it right so like my quality of life in 10 years has gone up a lot because just the country's progress but otherwise uh, at least if you set yourself right with that expectation that will be good if you don't and you ask me what were the challenges in the journey that was it for me right i thought ki are in india mein to matlab staff hota hai ye hota hai you know car gaadi wadi ye sab all that um, shouldn't be hard but i found that there are a lot of things that are different and 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 don't make it easy sometimes yeah no i think these are all very uh, smart advice uh, you know first definitely you should come back and spend time figure out what you know narrow down your interests and go back and then secondly i think it's a very smart approach you can uh, you know join a late stage company in a leadership position and really spend time there and and build out the network and then figure out what you want to do next and third is definitely very important uh, you should know what you're getting into uh, and you should be coming back for the right reasons and uh, akrit you you know you started in us and then you worked there for a little bit in hindsight were there any experiences or skill sets that you learned in the us which ended up becoming valuable in india for you um yeah great question man you know uh, one thing is uh, i think um, uh, people in the us um, and it, it all stems from the education system theek hai agar aap dekhoge there is no rocket science to this it is just about Uh, how people in a country are raised and how they are taught and how what are the principles around which their school and education system works right hamara education system let's say kya hai right good bad ugly i'm not talk commenting that but basically you and i both know that is built upon studying last minute in the one week theek hai aap kuch nahi karoge pura semester right you will chill uh your school may also you will you know do all the, all the stuff you won't you won't you won't have the part time jobs you will not work on that per hourly wage model and all of that but you will work your ass off in the last one week and you will come first theek hai matlab wo and you will and you are likely very bright and intelligent because of just you know the uh, no calculator usage in your school uh, the critical problem solving that boards like cbse and icse give the hard work that's taught to you by your parents because of the nature of country of india so you always taught ki nahi tum 15 ghante kaam nahi karoge so you will never achieve something you know just those principles right now that translates into work okay so when you're working correct if you look at just generally culture and startup culture and also this is the same thing na matlab uh, uh, you know uh, uh, operation execution is always like ha theek hai main kar raha hu main kar raha hu main kar raha hu till thursday nothing will happen and then engineers will spend two nights and 48 hours non stop friday saturday binging and get it done you know um uh, similarly uh, you know uh, when you think about uh, priorities of people over here uh, like uh, you know the priority is uh, of course work hard solve great problems but of course you know do it in a very different way um, and uh, a community camaraderie matters a lot like my friends matter a lot uh and uh, uh you know um also just the operational style can sometimes come off as a little casual correct in the us versus right I go back to now the difference in cultures and growing up you know 
you have a very your high school or even your middle school or your school is like very much like college you have semesters classes if you don't attend a class you know you get penalized you have exams every few weeks midterm exams and so on so you're pretty much preparing for it all sort of semester year round right even as early as in school so you're used to very much an operational plan that you sort of execute step by step second and i know a lot of people talk about this but i completely believe in this Be- because most people or most kids in the us do some part time job that pays them by the hour there is absolutely a big difference where they value their time a lot more it's just inherent right like it's just back of your mind that if i spend one or two hours doing wasteful work i'll probably lose 40 dollars because aapko aise wo tune kiya gaya hai as you were growing up right so as a result i used to keep saying this to my then girlfriend now wife and i used to move back and forth between the us and india earlier i said i don't know what is there but yahan pe when i was in the us yahan pe i work 8 hours i get the same amount of stuff done that i do when i work in india for 14 i don't know what's the case is it just that is it the air is it like people around me is it is it something else but it's it blew it and i still haven't figured it out it kept blowing my mind because i'm not even talking about work other people i'm saying me same person it's the same human being same way of working but just 8 or 9 hours over there i don't know it it just it was something right um so that was a big skill to your point a big difference that i noticed and a skill or something that i think i picked up from there and at least try and inculcate in haptic right like we you know in startups is difficult to have work life balance and of course if you're joining a startup don't you should put work life balance aside but still right at haptic we 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 call it like smart work life balance right ki matlab ye mat karo ki matlab teen din apne kuch nahi kiya and then three days you're busting 72 hours right you know i fundamentally believe that if you genuinely just organize your day then more than 8 to 10 hours of work is not required as long as you do it in like uh no so interesting uh akit i mean i i in fact never thought uh you know about this the way you're thinking about it very very interesting and it, it makes a lot of sense and uh yeah let's get to uh, know you at a deeper level uh akrit any favorite or a turning point in your life uh any favorite or turning point i mean i mean you know my or the official answer to this always is when i got married when i had kids <laughs> those are those are things you have to say because eventually my wife will hear this um uh let's see look i think there's uh, uh many and uh, many serendipitous moments and many things like that but i think for this past decade if you were to ask me purely from a work perspective um I think there are four or five that I can very vividly recall, but I think the top would definitely be uh, um, having the pleasure of or getting to connect and meet uh, uh, that 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 one meeting that we ended up having with uh, Reliance Geo. Got it. Got it. And uh, so, quick uh, four or five questions. Uh, if you could have dinner with anyone in the world, who would that person be? Warren Buffett. your favorite entrepreneur and warren buffett only because yes by the way i want to give the logic behind that only because he's of course a very wise saint and all of that man but i also think that i'm not saying this in a bad way but at the age that he is i may not have many chances to have 
डिनर विथ हिम फॉर मेनी इयर्स राइट बाकी सब तो फैली लाइक यंग उनके साथ तो डिनर करने का चांस मिलेगा दैट्स व्हाई गॉट इट योर फेवरेट एंटरप्रेन्योर कुड बी फ्रॉम इंडिया कुड बी फ्रॉम एनीवेयर इन द वर्ल्ड फेवरेट एंटरप्रेन्योर um you know i have not been one of idol worship to be honest with you i don't have like i i i like a bunch of guys in the board the way they do things uh um i i or few it doesn't have to be one <laughs> no actually i you know to be honest with you i don't i don't think of life that way that oh this is the guy who i want to follow but if you had to put a put a sword to my neck uh, because this has literally happened in my lifetime like from the time i started college till today uh, probably facebook and mark zuckerberg facebook launched the day i landed in the, the day i landed in the us fall 2004 in undergrad that's when facebook launched and it came to our college in 2005 so you kind of saw it along the whole way whatsapp instagram so yeah i think just purely maybe that's a company more than a person i would say but yeah the person is behind it so probably him got it and uh And if you weren't working in tech or investing in tech, what would be what would you be working on? My family business of uh, bed sheets and bath linen. Got it. Uh, and you know we know you because of uh, you know haptic because of an investor, someone who's involved in the tech ecosystem. What do your friends know you for? Oh, uh, <laughs> I can't answer that. Uh, a uh, question because uh, this podcast is uh, pg rated i think uh, so all my closest friends in life have nothing to do with tech they are as far away from tech and digital as it gets and i like it that way i like my life to be segmented in that sense and um, um, you know uh, they know me for just being a crazy fun person Uh, in college and beyond uh, who uh, likes to uh, who likes to have uh, who likes to live life large have fun at a party and uh, make sure everybody else around them also uh, also has fun they are so distance away from tech that uh, i am their tech support mm-hmm. so like they will call me saying that listen my netflix account is not working what should i do can you please help me and my like my phone is not uh, uh working and i've unlocked it or locked it and can you help me so they treat me as tech support uh that's how distance they are away from tech and digital but yeah i think from uh, they just know me as a crazy fun person uh who who likes to uh, live life large i would love to hang hang out with you akrit when i'm in mumbai and uh, and this was fun thanks a lot really appreciate you for taking the time coming on the podcast talking about your journey uh, you know of uh, you know you getting born in india to moving to us moving back and then journey after moving back to india and the advice uh, that you've given to people who are thinking about moving back to india and that's i think i believe that's very very helpful uh, for a lot of people uh yeah no thanks man it's been uh, it's been uh, great uh, um you know doing this with you happy to continue to stay in touch and yeah exciting podcast i hope people enjoy it thank you